Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Leisha Ann, our Dean Teresa Tobin. I'm here with my friend, my little my little kid sister, a Halloween goblin, uh, lives Hi under there. a beautiful mushroom. It's Jessica Delisle. It's me. Hi. <laughs> oh, no. I'm committing yeah. to a voice for the whole podcast. I am a goblin and proud. Yeah, you're like a magical goblin. Oh, thank you. So we also have another guest here today. <laughs> another guest? Jessica, you're the other guest of the podcast. You're the I'm permanent the guest. special guest. Yeah. Who also has a French name. Uh, it's my friend from the internet. She's so incredibly funny. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. It's Pascal Gay. Hey, guys. How's Thank it going? Thank you so much for having me. Hi. Hi. It's good. It's good. It's going good here. A little congesty. Just noticing that um, it's allergy time. And... Um, Allergies during a pandemic that involves respiratory <laughs> illness <laughs> is stressful because <laughs> yeah. like all day long, I'm like, is it? Oh, but I think it's just allergies. I think we're. Yeah. Have you had a COVID test in your. I have not. I was actually just listening, Jessica, to you saying that you got your first COVID test. And I was like, it, it dawned on me. I haven't had one. I work from home. I'm very blessed to work from home and I don't see a lot of people (laughs) so another blessing yeah I haven't had an opportunity to to do so I've mostly just waited out my COVID scares because I don't really see people (laughs) just just waited out yeah that's good like I really hadn't until now had had the need to take one but we are like going to shows and stuff now. So I'm like, well, I've paid for the tickets already. <laughs> like, <if> I, <laughs> I'm not going to like show up if I'm feeling sick. I mean, either yeah. way, like it's not cool really anymore, but it's, I don't care if I've already paid for tickets to a show. I will just be like, that is a donation and I'm going to be sick on my couch. Whoa, yeah. that sounded like a goblin. <laughs> it was a ghost. That's like the Campy Street is really, uh, active at this hour we're recording slightly earlier than usual and this is the time where people have gotten home from work but people are using their ferraris outside mm. drag racing it's they're a, drag racing yeah. Just, yeah like every once in a while in the middle of the night i'm afraid someone's gonna just drive through the front of my building in a beautiful lamborghini or something for uh the listener alicia lives at the very end of dead man's point <laughs> <laughs> And there's lovers lane around the, around the other yeah. side. <laughs> boom, boom. But that would be like such a chic way to go, like against the hood of a Lamborghini, like a beautiful car worth more than yeah. probably my life. Like, yeah. Just yeah, be like, of course, it would be an honor. Yeah, and yes, the driver, flatter me, baby. <laughs> the driver could pay for your funeral, probably. <laughs> yeah, might. if they stopped, <laughs> just keep true. going. Yeah, through the other side. No, that's um, horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that's spooky. Oh uh, yeah. So where where are you speaking to us from? You're on the other side of yeah the continent. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming to you live from Queens, New York. Ooh, la, la. Um, ah, so you might Queens. also hear some some sounds uh new york is known for them i don't oh. know if you've heard that about yeah, us sound but, city. Uh, yeah Sy- that's what we're known <laughs> symphony of honks the big sound <laughs> the giant sound yeah so i i live in queens i actually live in a pretty like quiet neighborhood i moved during the pandemic Ooh. um which was exciting and yeah <laughs> sounds fun yeah <laughs> pascal you've had some retail experience you're going to share with us on this podcast which we call retail nightmares uh we hadn't thought 300 episodes ahead into the future uh, but we we're squeezing the last bit of blood out of the theme um but it, 
you're fresh blood and and you're going to share a couple of stories with us give us your blood <laughs> yes and also give us your blood I will volunteer it. You guys can have it. I'm not doing anything with it really. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I worked um, quite a bit in retail. I worked a lot of retail jobs. And I think that um, probably for me, my most memorable one was when I moved to New York and I started working for this super duper fancy juice company. It was like, the most well-known juice company, very like Gwyneth Paltrow Goop style, like $12 juices. Mm -hmm. um, the best kind. <laughs> yeah, super fancy. And nothing was pasteurized, right? Uh -oh. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so does that, is pasteurization, that means like you shouldn't have it if you're pregnant? Is that? Correct. I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> people did. The, there was no stopping them. But yeah, um, Risky business. You know, you got to find your, your level of risk uh, that you're comfortable with. And for many people, that is raw juice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. It's about as much as I want to gamble with my juice. Yeah. And it was, it was like raw food as well. And I have to say, I mean, I was totally broke living in New York. So like working for a food company was a big bonus. It was, I was vegan at the time and like having access to like really delicious vegan food that was made out of vegetables and everything. It was, it was a big plus for me. I really was grateful, honestly, until, you know, I started doing it. And I was like, oh, this sucks. This is the worst. <laughs> you know, like literally you would have people coming in um, and you can tell that it's like, I've worked mostly in Soho, which is a very wealthy uh, area. Anybody who lives in Soho, it's like bonkers money, right? Because people don't like live there. They just shop there. Um, and so people would come in from like, jogging dripping with sweat Ugh. and they would reach down into their tops oh. into their bra <laughs> into their <laughs> sports bra and pull out sweaty money to pay you with fucking barf i've actually had this happen where somebody reached down into their shoe <gasps> and their shoe had been rubbing against their foot creating blood <laughs> speaking of giving blood <gasps> and they handed oh me sweaty bloody money and then they act like you're the maniac for not wanting to take it like they're like what and you're like what do you mean what i'm a human being you're handing me disgusting money your bodily fluids that's awful so i would like take a tissue and put it in the drawer <laughs> but um wow. yeah we had like a lot of like really famous people coming in. And I think that what I learned from that mostly is like you get over it like really quickly. Like <laughs> you're just like, oh, these people are terrible. <laughs> like yeah. they're, they're so like many people were very nice, but um, whew, there were some doozies. Um, but one person that I, and I think it's like, I thought about this ahead of time. I was like, do I want to say her name? But I think it's fine because I, I don't care if she hears it. <laughs> I don't think she would, but you know, um, Kelly Catrone. Do you guys know who Kelly Catrone is? No, but I'm Sounds going really familiar. Gonna Google. Yeah. So she, what, I mean, she's well known, I think in fashion and I think she, goodness, I don't know, but like maybe it was like a stylist, but she worked. I remember okay. her, she was a um, guest judge on America's Next Top Model. Oh. <laughs> and so she has a reputation in fashion of being really, really mean like a very mean person, mean lady. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. She's so scary. I know exactly who she is. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah. So she used to come into the store all the time. 
and all, everybody would hide from her, right? Nobody wanted to like, and I, I wouldn't because I was like, it's Kelly Catron. What's she going to do? Beat me? Like, what are you, like, you going to do? Like, so um, we struck up like kind of a rapport and she'd be like, she'd walk into the store and be like, Pascal, I want to spend $500 today. So can you help me? And I'd be like, yes, I can. <laughs> like, wow. I didn't make a commission, but I was like, you know, whatever it was. And so I would follow her around like a little, like with, my, with the basket and just put stuff in and be like, these are probiotic almonds. They're $12. You know, like these are like, and $500 of like foodstuffs is a lot harder than like, you know, face products or whatever. So, um, and then we would like, it was kind of like a joke because we would like see how close we got when I was like ringing her up and it'd be like four eighty nine. All right. And then one day, she left and and then she came back in and it was nighttime. I was closing and she was like, Pascal. And I was like, oh, like shit. Like something <laughs> is really, you know, this very influential person, something is really wrong. And maybe she got sick off of unpasteurized juice. <laughs> but um, <laughs> she was like, Pascal, I just, I'm very worried about you girls working here late at night by yourselves. Do you at least have a baseball bat? <laughs> and I thought it was so sweet and funny that she was like concerned enough to like leave and come back. And yeah. I was closing by myself and I was like, well, this is making me a little more like scared, but I appreciate it. And so um, I actually really liked when she would come and I thought she, you know, it was funny because she just scared like the bejesus out of everybody, but she was very upfront. And I always liked that as opposed to people who were like, you know, just passive aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's gnarly. It actually sounds a little bit cool. Yeah. It proves that she thinks of you as a human being. I felt like, like, yeah, I felt like that. I mean, I felt less dehumanized by her than by people who were just like, here's my bloody sock money, you know? So yeah. Did you get any uh, like bloody celebrity sock money or like sweaty celeb? (laughs) Yeah, definitely sweaty celeb money. Okay. Yeah. From like workout. Yeah. Yeah. People would just come in like they'd be like, oh, I just want a juice like after my sweaty run, you know, and you're like, that's when you take a credit card and you like you tap it or whatever. So you don't have to hand your. Oh, I can't wipe it off. <laughs> yeah, like money and especially Amer- American money, which like is absorbent. <laughs> it's way more gross. It's way more gross. You guys. Yeah. And it just sort of like as it gets old, it's just like gray. Like it looks like, you know, a sock. It's like fabric. Yeah. Yeah, it's like- yeah. At least Canadian money. You, I guess you could wipe it down more easily. <laughs> yeah. The like new ones are so plastic. plasticky. But I, I mean, this is one thing that I, uh, have enjoyed you know as a result of the pandemic it's just like no one uses cash really anymore it's very rare jay and i uh i think we have this five dollar bill that we just keep passing back and forth to each other for like six months and whenever i'm like do you have any cash and he's like i'll check and i'm like oh there's five dollars in here and then i take it in case i need it and then i don't need it and then we just keep it's like the dance i love it you should double check that you still have it because i just found five dollars in our neighborhood pretty sure it's still in my wallet because i haven't left the house but who knows well if so i gave it away i tipped somebody for a coffee i mean that's what it's for yeah whenever i find money i'm like well i should just immediately give this to someone else yeah except when you need money and then you're like this is amazing yeah yeah (laughs) like that time i found a (laughs) hundred dollars that was the best day of my life (laughs) it's all downhill from there (laughs) yeah that's it that was peak um, I, uh, I very briefly, uh, worked in a, not that briefly, but maybe six months worked for a raw food school and people are wild about that type oh of eating. Boy. 
like that sort of wellness uh, space is the, the most intense of an, probably next to keto, I'd say, even though they're eating opposite ends of the animal nutrition <laughs> spectrum. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's uh, yeah. a really dogmatic and odd yes. place to be. You're getting people who are definitely like more deranged. I don't know how else to like say it. They're just like more <laughs> deranged. I mean, the guy who used to come in and he'd be like, I, I want my regular. I'm like, I don't know what your regular is. Like, I don't know you, you know, like, I don't know why you think I know that. And then he would start bringing his guitar in and be like, can I play you a song? I'm like, you absolutely cannot. There's music playing. I don't have time. I'm working. I don't want to hear what song you're going to play me. I don't wow. think it's going to be good. And that man was Harry Styles. It was, oh. it's, sadly, yes. Like, Get out of here. Get out of here, Sir, Harry. With your feather boa, I have you no time for you. You look beautiful, but I cannot. Yeah, there's music already playing, and uh, I'm busy, and blood money, because I'm juggling a lot here. <laughs> I got to uh, tell Jay who Harry Styles was yesterday. It was very exciting. He was like, who is this guy? And I was like, oh, let me, let me show you some Sit things. down. Yeah, like. I've got a PowerPoint presentation prepared already. <laughs> I love it when I finally get eyes on like a celebrity I was like unfamiliar with, like, like their reputation preceded them. And uh, one would be DJ Khaled. Oh boy. Yeah. Like I didn't really know who he was. And the first thing I really ever heard about him was that he doesn't perform fellatio. And uh, like that, I'll never C forget that. Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus like, <laughs> or fellatio. I mean, probably uh, not too. I didn't realize that, that they were different. You're right. Um, Wow, I'm embarrassed, Dad. I mean, Don't like, this part. <laughs> it can, it's a spectrum. <laughs> yeah, it depends. But uh, like nothing, no one can mention his name without me thinking of that interview that he did where he admitted yeah. that. Like, and yeah, if I like, see him, I'm just like, you, I mean, it checks out. Like looking at you and the art that you make. Yeah, it's I mean, funny this all checks out. You bring him up because I feel like that's like the polar opposite on the spectrum of Harry Styles because yeah. he's like I'm all about it I made a song about it like yeah uh which is very funny but like yeah that's the least cool thing you could admit to in a interview I think so yeah, yeah it should hang over him for forever. it should be embarrassing however he has already done something more embarrassing I just oh, watched boy. a video I saw on Twitter the other day and to me it's extremely embarrassing to admit you like don't go down on your lady like Okay, just even if that's true, keep it to yourself. Like, yeah. that's so embarrassing. But um, <laughs> he got, I watched this video the other day, and I want you guys to see it when you have time. He received a guitar from, I want to say it was like um, Bob Marley's family. They sent him his Bob Marley's guitar. And <laughs> he's like pulling out the guitar, and he, he has a letter that they wrote him. And he's like, here, can you read the letter? And I'm like, okay. Already he, like, it's weird because he asks somebody off camera to, like, read this letter. It's like, can you read? Who knows? And then he starts playing the guitar. And I I laughed so hard I shut my laptop because <laughs> I don't think he's ever played guitar before. And he, you're waiting for this because it's this beautiful gift. And he just, like, strums it like a little kid in your hand, like a, a guitar to a little kid. He just, like, does, like, open, open, no chord, you know, just, yeah. like, strumming, like, really hard. So you just hear, like, the metal, like, vibrating. I was like, wow, this is somehow more embarrassing. I've okay. I was, I have seen like the thumbnail of that video, like posted and reposted a bunch. And I don't think anyone's actually sent it to me, but I'm, I never watch with sound on. And so, like, I, that's obviously something that you need sound for. So I haven't clicked on it. And I'm also like, I don't know, because of what else I know about that guy, I'm sort of like 
I find him a, a bit cringy. And so I was like, I can't, I can't. It's A, an acoustic guitar and B, him. I'm like, I can't. But now knowing that that's what it is, I'm like, I got to see this. Yeah, I can't wait. This really makes me want to live for another day. Um, I love to pepper my uh, jokes these days with jokes about how deeply depressed I've been. So uh, I hope everyone's loving it. Um, I always want to quote my friend who, like, if you ever had any complaints, he'd, his like go-to response was always, well, one day we'll all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd say it in that voice. And this is my friend who is now dead. So was it John? It's John. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've overheard. I overheard him say that in passing to yeah. coworkers when and I it was, I love it. And I'm like, oh, to quote my friend, John, who's now dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one day we'll all be dead. It's true. My dad always used to say, well, life is hard and then we die. And I would be like, from like a little age, it's like, okay. I My mean. mom used to say that to me. <laughs> it was so small. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll get over it. So I'm internalizing this. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I'm remembering this for forever. Um, <laughs> just for the listener and for everybody else, I also have allergy sniffles today quite badly. And I apologize, but... Um, I just noticed I'm always like, that's a good joke. That's a good joke. <laughs> that's a real uh, Jerry Blank face that you're making as you sniff. The little sort of like one eye closed. It's beautiful. I love it. I would never go back to working uh, in food preparation again. And I had such a short stint with it and I have so much respect for it. And it takes a, like, it takes a great amount of patience and a good sense of humor. But just dealing with people and food like people and food are the like my two biggest issues. <laughs> I don't I can't bring them together at the same time again. But yeah, like people keeping money in their bras has always like confused me deeply because not everyone just does it when they're exercising. Like some people just yeah. do it and yeah, they, like, they reach in and they like fish around and come out with a 20. It's confusing because they should be keeping it inside their vaginas instead because that's nature's pocket. Yeah. A called a coin purse yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely done it before, but not for quite a which, long time. Which part? <laughs> the bra, the bra. Okay. But it was always like, whatever you put in there, you're going to forget. And then when you take your clothes off at the end of the night, all the stuff falls onto the ground <laughs> or sticks to your boobs. And you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot I got change. <laughs> it, it just seems it's just very dirty. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. Money is also really, really dirty. And Oh, it's so awful. I can't imagine doing that. It's the same thing like, you know, like I had a friend who hadn't thought about it, wasn't intending to be gross or insensitive, but would go like exercising and then go for a bikini wax. <gasps> and I was, I was like, you can't do that. And they totally got it. It's just like out of like just had not occurred to them that like that wasn't OK. It's like going to the dentist without like flossing and brushing. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Wait, I mean, like, that's another example, but it's not the same. Um, yeah. But it is like, why they, would they take that money from someone else? No, it's that sort of dissociation from the people in service. And, well, it's kind of like what we've been seeing, like, with people during COVID. So nobody thinks they're, like, gross. Or, like, nobody thinks, like, everybody thinks what they're doing is, like, right, you know? Yeah, you're the main character. Absolutely. You're and the hero just, of your story. I think you see that in retail, like, distilled to its, like, most, you know, basic form. Um, yeah. I love it. Thank you for sharing that with us. Jessica, do you want to go next or do you want me to go next? Yeah, I have a kind of a retail dream, which is that 
I went to a department store that I'd never been to before that people have been telling me to go to for years. Um, Simon's? I went to Simon's. Nice. Which is a French Canadian uh, mm. department store. And it's like, you know, your typical department store. But I always sort of mistakenly thought it was sort of like higher end because of its location in Vancouver. It's not even in Vancouver. It's in West Vancouver, which is you have to go over some bridges and there's this one big bridge you go over. And if you turn right, you're in North Vancouver. And if you turn left, you're in West Vancouver. And basically like West Vancouver is just like mansions and a lot of a lot of uh privilege (laughs) a lot of like rich old white people and so i'm always like why would i go there (laughs) um but there is a mall there and there's this place simon's and you know i've been complimenting friends on things for years and they'd be like i got it at simon's you gotta go and i'd be like why like i'm not rich (laughs) i can't afford (laughs) to go over there um but so i finally went uh with former guest kelly augmanson and uh it was great. I got so much stuff. Um, I've only ever been to the one in Quebec, but I have ordered online from the one here. Yeah. And then I, yeah, there was a few things that they didn't have the sizes in. So I ordered online and it's on the way. So that's exciting. So exciting. Something to look forward to. Yeah. yeah any, anything, right? Yeah. And everyone, yeah, everyone there was really great. I don't know. A lady helped me get something down that was high up with like one of those hooks on a stick. I and that. I was just like, and she was like, I'm short too. I need this. And I was like, I should get my own. And then I was like, that's weird. I, no, not that's, that would be so weird if I just showed up in a department store with my own stick to get things down. I got this. Don't worry. I bought this. Or it's just like made out of a bent wire. I'm like, DIY, baby. Um, yeah. So I'm a, I guess I love department stores now. I also just, yeah, I thought department stores were either the Bay, which is sort of like not amazing and kind of like just like kind of dingy and like just uh, disorganized and there's no one there uh, or like Holt Renfrew, which is like. I'm intimidated to go in there because they mm-hmm. have like a white t-shirt that's $800. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is right in the middle of that, <laughs> like clean and uh, affordable. But also it feels like, I don't know, they seem like they are a bit more like ethically conscious than like just straight up fast fashion, you know? They have a lot of uh, recycled and organic yeah. fabric at a like... I mean, it's still probably made in not the best situations, but probably it's a step not. Up. But also, it's a like step up. All the packaging on everything I got was all like completely recycled and recyclable. So I was like, "That's, that's fucking that's amazing, awesome. kind of cool," yeah. and gives me a boner. <laughs> yeah, fellatio. Yeah, <laughs> I know Self- what that is auto fellatio. I get that all the time. Yeah, I, I do that <laughs> to my myself favorites. every day. I had my ribs removed, two of them. <laughs> I took them all out. I was like, "What are these even doing for me?" I don't me? even need these. Yeah, that's why I wear this corduroy jumper. It takes, right. takes the place of the ribs. Yeah, it holds everything in place. It holds your organs in place. I'm wearing corduroy and silk today. Is that a weird combo? It's a Prince song. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one of the one of the things I got at Simon's is like a corduroy mini skirt that's sort of like purple paisley. And I was like, Ooh. I think Prince would like this skirt yeah <laughs> something about it i don't know what it is yeah i don't know what it is <laughs> you just sort of get that vibe and i'm like if i was friends with prince he would have borrowed this skirt for sure but yeah i just realized like 
Silk is definitely like the thinnest material and corduroy is the thickest. I guess like leather and lace. Leather. <laughs> That's as easy. Top song. Um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, Alicia, what about you? I went to see a movie. What movie? I went to see The French Dispatch. Oh, me too. What'd you think? Uh... I liked the movie. I'm not sure that I like was fully like present because it was a new, ex- a new old experience. It's also dense that I found that movie to be dense. Yeah. <laughs> I think I went with my friend Mika. She was visiting from Nelson. Um, and like just on like Thursday, the park announced that they would have it. So I bought tickets right away, which was great. Like it's great to go see a film, but I, I don't know if you went to the park Jessica, yeah. did you go to the park? Yeah. I went last night at 930. <laughs> oh, I should have come to see you in the lineup. Um, <laughs> Pascal, I live on I live on Canby Street and I'm so lucky. There's a movie theater two streets <gasps> down, three streets down. Oh, and so, so nice. during the pandemic, like it's been mostly closed, but maybe over the past three months they've been showing things, but I haven't had the courage to see anything and they weren't playing anything I really wanted to see. So that made it easier. And yeah, like the experience was, was overall really good, but it was an experience. I really like my food noises and people talking. Mm -hmm. They really stressed me out. Um, and I'm aware that this is my own problem and the movie organization and lineups and knowing rules really helps me out too. So like getting into the movie was very stressful for me because there wasn't really a plan and the staff seemed overwhelmed and then I feel overwhelmed for them. And I didn't really want to eat, even though I wanted to eat, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't like sure if I wanted to take my mask off. And then there was way more people than I thought there would be. And people were having fun. And that freaked me out because I was like, well, there's (laughs) no fun in 2021. This fun is canceled. Yeah, (laughs) there's this woman just like making all the cracking all these jokes at all the previews and stuff. And I was like, what if she talks the whole movie? What if she talks the whole movie? I won't be able to. I'm just gonna have to leave. I'm gonna, everything was fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's just like the internal hype that is constantly mm-hmm. going on uh, is really like amped up, and my social like anxiety, which before I was just like I'm a bitch, and I'm like, no, this is a problem. You should probably like get medicated for it. Um, I was like, oh, this is like everything is firing at once, and there's mm-hmm. more people here than I thought. And Mika, I was like, oh yeah, the everything was sold out. She's like, are you? She's like, no, there was tons of unsold seats but in my head yeah. what i was seeing was completely sold out germ festival ocean uh, of people yeah. and i bought a ticket for it and i'm just like soak <laughs> it up bitch um yeah so i regret not getting popcorn in some ways but otherwise it was good but i feel like i need to see the movie again because i wasn't 100 percent sure i liked it or loved it i think that's normal it's just Wes Anderson movies now it's just yeah I sort of feel like he's getting more and like exponentially more concentrated Wes Anderson with each movie yeah. and it's just sort of like okay like my issue was like every single thing every single little object you see is this like perfectly designed little piece of like ephemera with like a label and like a cutesy little thing and my the way my brain works is like you have to read everything that's like shown because if you're gonna miss something and then so my eye is like darting around being like okay what am I I'm I I need to see it and then I'm like this doesn't add anything to the (laughs) like experience I'm just I feel like I'm doing homework or something yeah like you're looking for purpose in those things yeah I have to say I'm not a huge Wes Anderson person I think for that reason because I'm just like what is the point (laughs) that's sort of how I felt at the end of the movie yeah like I like art I like you know but I just it's too precious it's very twee I like 
I think at this point, it would be interesting to see him make a movie like a minimalist movie. Uh, like his first movie, Bottle Rocket is sort of like smaller cast. Like every, so good. every shot looks sort of clean and it's not, you're not like overwhelmed. I really like that movie. Um, this is not to like one up you, Alicia, but I saw two movies in the theater yesterday. Oh, wow. Because I am a maniac, apparently. Which was um, the, what was the other one? Did you see Lamb? I saw Dune. Oh, Ooh. amazing. How was it? I saw Dune at noon because <laughs> like <laughs> I saw that it was playing at noon. And I was like, well, I got to like it, the rhyme. Um, I liked it. I I went into it with very low expectations because I love the David Lynch, right. Kyle MacLachlan version so much. Um, but I, I was surprised, pleasantly surprised. And I liked it. And then like I realized I went to go see two Timothy uh, Chalamet movies mm. In one day, and I was like, "Do I even like this guy? I don't even know." And then after watching both movies, I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I think I like him." <laughs> like, yeah, okay, I have a crush. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have a crush, but because you know, like all I've seen is like former guest Raquel Belmonte. Uh, I basically know about him and Harry Styles because she refers to them as her boyfriends, and along with Cole Sprouse, those three. Oh, um, makes sense. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, you, ha you have a type. I get it. Um, <laughs> or they have a type, I guess. Uh, but so I think I feel like I saw he had a very brief role. Timothy Chalamet had a very brief role in Lady Bird, and I think that's all I've oh, really yeah. seen him in. And he plays like a real wiener in that one. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, is he even a good actor, or do people just think he's like a, a dreamboat and then i was like no i think i think he can act too so oh, i don't know if he can i don't know i i i'm not convinced i saw him in little women mm -hmm. and i did not like it i mean i liked the movie but i did not like him as laurie i just thought it was like i was like this i'm i cannot i don't buy him in a lot of the roles yeah, he's cast in like when someone's sort of like the it person and you just see them everywhere and you're like okay but why like what's that special yeah something and it's like oh it's just because producers all want a piece of this person because they're yeah. hot yeah Have you, did you guys ever um hear of the horror movie the boy i don't think so okay oh. well it's a, a, look a it really bad movie <laughs> um I'm about a little marionette boy that a woman is uh contracted to go to england and be the nanny for this boy brahms okay oh and i've when... seen this movie <laughs> brahms? no but whenever I see Timothy Chalamet, I oh see my God, Bronze, he's Bronze. the boy, right? <laughs> like a porcelain doll. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't see anything else. That's like, that's what he is. It's yeah, he's Haunted very, doll. I thought he was like 20, but he's 26. And I was like, oh, okay. Like you're just playing up this like young, young. Boy, like, like an ingenue, whatever the, what's the male version of an ingenue? Uh, dongenue. <laughs> dongenue. <laughs> And you do get to see his little skeletal uh, naked body in the French Dispatch for oh, a brief moment. You. Oh, so yeah. If that does it for you, just letting everyone know, it's very brief. I do like him and Francis McDormand as a, a pair. <laughs> I was yeah, like, spoiler alert. That was very cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, movies. And I'm going to see another one tomorrow. Like, it's Which one are you going to see tomorrow? tomorrow? It's a, a movie from 1981 called Possession. That's uh, mm. Sam Neill and Isabel Aggiani. And it's real weird. I love it. I've seen it many times, but it's I've never seen it in the theater. Sounds so fun. I'm very excited. It's, it's like a gross, weird, one of those movies that like you can't 
tell anyone what it's about because I don't even know really what it's like about a couple who are breaking up and everything goes real weird. <laughs> hmm. That sounds like a breakup to me. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, Pascal, have you seen the movie yet? Or are you still holding back? No, you know, um, I mean, I I have watched a movie before. I have seen a movie. <laughs> oh, yeah? Prove it. Yeah. I cannot. Um, just promise the boy. Um, I love that you've seen that. <laughs> yeah, there's actually like a, a sequel. And I, I have to see that. I, I can't wait. I love the boy. I thought it was great. It, it's a terrible movie. But it's I just, perfect to make fun of. I genuinely enjoyed it. I wish I could say I was just like making fun of it. But I... I like really, I have really bad taste. I like really bad things. Um, I mean, I don't think there's such a thing as bad taste. There's just different tastes. Like, I don't think. testing that theory. (laughs) I'm testing it. Um, But no, I haven't seen anything because, again, I just haven't. um, Like, a lot of things made during the pandemic are just, like, soiled to me. I just don't. They have a a pall on them that I don't. I'm like, you can just sense it. It doesn't feel good. Um, So I've just been skipping it because I just don't feel like a lot of good stuff. And I don't like any Marvel or anything or other. Like, I don't like any CGI release stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So, no. I've been skipping it. I've just been watching like, you know, Great British Bake Off and uh, Murder, She Wrote. You guys ever heard of it? You ever heard of it? Jessica. It was on when I was a kid. We watched it all the time. Like as a I never watched it before. I mean, when I was a kid, it would be on and I'd be like, this show is boring. It's full of old people. And I'm like, yes, this show is boring and full of old people. I want more. Like, and I it love has it. everyone on it. Like every Everybody guessed it. ever heard of that. And um, like Columbo, the, they've yeah, been on I just both started both. watching because I finally finished all 12 seasons oh, of wow. Good for Murder, you. She Wrote. <laughs> I would watch like an episode or two every night. And I was like, this show's kind of sexy. Like, I know I'm getting old, but like this, everybody's kind of sexy on this show. And then I switched to Columbo. Um, and that's been a real adjustment. Even more sexy? Is more that sexy. But like, <laughs> it just, you know, it's, it's a very different, I was kind of thinking of more of the same. Um, but yeah. Um, so I have not watched any, any recent movies. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. Like we, Jay and I watched Riverdale with the aforementioned Cole Sprouse and, you know, they took, they took a big break. And then when it came back, you could tell like, oh, this is the stuff they shot during the pandemic. And every time a character like gets up in another character's face, I'm like, oh, like, I just think I put myself in the position of that actor being like, oh, like you're, I can imagine what like the inner like, what are you worrying about? And it's all for this, for Riverdale? Like, that's how I felt. About, <laughs> how dare you, Jessica? About the movie Old, about the beach that turns you old. I was like, <laughs> everyone in the cast and crew, like, risked their lives and their loved ones' lives for old. Like, oh. That's a good point. Well, I was going to compare it to Virgin River, a show on Netflix that nobody I know watches because it's for people that are horny. It's on <laughs> Yeah, and they filmed it during the pandemic, and one of the main characters isn't there for the entire season because of some some sort of COVID complications. And it's so weird because they had to rewrite the entire script over. Firstly, like, yeah, I watched, I've watched all of Virgin River. I'll watch the next and last season of it. It's not good. Um, but I'm horny for content of people in their 30s and 40s falling in love. Um, yes. So, still kind of hopeful, I guess. It's like me sort of living vicariously through these terrible situations. Sure. But yeah, this main character and kind of one of the most fun characters isn't there the whole season. Mm. And then she gets almost 
like at the end of the season just to continue that she may not be there the next season something terrible happens to them oh no but they are not they don't die or anything and it ruined the season yeah yeah it was so. like when you see when you're watching a show that you like and it's like somebody's like zooming in or like you know and you're yeah. like oh this is can she just find yeah. another way like this video call on this show is so yeah. weird <laughs> Or when they address the pandemic in the Even show and you're like, oh, like, because I, I was watching a bunch of like early 2000s stuff or like late 90s that like go over into the early 2000s. And like so few of them addressed 9-11. And it's yeah. like it would have been a really big bummer if they're like all of a sudden that was just in the show, <laughs> if that was just in Felicity. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But but it's like, oh, yeah, all of a sudden so the pandemic is. But then you're like, OK, so do these like I'm watching season three of you. Uh, yes. Speaking of Felicity, that has Scott Speedman in it. Uh, yeah. Hubba ding. He looks Hachi exactly the machi. same. He and looks it's great. Kinda, it's kind of weird. Uh, he he looks a little too good, I think. <laughs> like It's not possible. He's like he's like a lion man. He has like those that like kind of like interesting face and but like nice and also hair. the mane like his hair goes up and it just yeah. like how does it stand i follow him on instagram now <laughs> i understand and it's, it's uh it's only because i can tell that the producers of the show made him get instagram to promote you and i know that he's like not into it and i'm like i love this that's good content yeah yeah because yeah. he's like not a tech person i read an interview with him where he's like i don't even know how to turn on my phone and i was like bless Bless your heart, Scott. <laughs> Bless your heart. Um, but yeah, they just like refer to it in a voiceover being like, oh, all these rich people got a special vaccine that was made for the Queen of England. And you're like, no, no. Like, I'm already suspending so much of my disbelief. <laughs> Don't add that layer. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I like that there's like a little like sci-fi element in it. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, oh, so this is just in a different dimension I universe. guess yeah, yeah 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 different universe I can, I can handle that a little bit more than it's just like people like you know it's just like and now there's a pandemic and it's like can we just skip it like you you guys are like it, it's not hard for you to just pretend it's not happening yeah like mm-hmm. this is what we're here for an escape not a reminder absolutely I don't want to see it I don't want to see it more than I do I don't want to see it I don't want to hear about it out of no. sight out of mind yeah out of sight great movie <laughs> It is a great movie. Um, I've Steve's watched on. all of season three of you. Oh, okay. No spoilers. I'll talk I to you about it when it's done. I've only watched the first half, so. Yeah. I mean, I've had uh, a week and a half off work, and I really committed to doing as little as possible. Yeah. Some good you time. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> totally. I really love uh, What's-His-Face, the actor in it. Penn Badgley. Yeah, he's very funny. I don't know. He's, uh, yeah, he's... He's not my favorite on the show. <laughs> That's all I will say. Okay. Um, but I haven't watched the whole thing. But again, yeah, like terrible show, but I love it's like it's so enjoyable. Oh, it's like cotton yeah. candy. Yeah. It's junk food for sure. Yeah, you put yeah. it in water and it disappears. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I mean, just trying to wash it off. Speaking of food. Get ants. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> From both <laughs> looking at Penn Patchley's face and cotton candy, you're going to get ants. It's the guarantee. <laughs> um, speaking of junk food, is it time for some potato business? Oh. <laughs> potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. Do you keep it in a bowl? 
potato business. Not that potato is necessarily junk food. I mean, it can be prepared. It can be all sorts of things. Yeah, a potato can, can be whatever magic. you want. Yeah, yeah. It's twenty twenty one. It can be jazz. It's twenty twenty one. A potato is whatever your heart desires. So, yeah. Pascal, what is your heart desire with a potato? I want to talk about um, hash browns at home oh. because we've been at home a lot and. Uh, I would love to say I have mastered the art of making hash browns, and I I don't think it's possible for me. I think it's not meant to be. I think hash browns are takeout or restaurant food only because what ends up happening every single time is it's like burnt on the bottom and then either raw in the middle or I've even tried to like skate around when like I'm gonna buy frozen hash browns because maybe it's something and how I'm grating a raw potato I don't know like maybe it's you know and uh no then it's just like mushy like mashed potatoes or it's like frozen in the middle still and burnt on the bottom I cannot get hash browns at home and so now it's just like I will like walk to the diner and get takeout hash browns instead I have so many questions for you as a potato expert, I think uh, self-appointed. So what's your favorite type of hash brown? Like, is it the grated kind? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, what other kinds, like, do you mean like a patty? There's patties. Also, I mean, there could be- Are there Canadian kinds? I don't know. Home style potatoes. Like the little That's totally different. (laughs) Yeah, so you like the shredded ones. Those are really easy to fuck up. I think you have to press the water out of them first. Okay. Oh. I've done that. And I would say probably low heat. Mm, I haven't done that. I'm really impatient when it comes to cooking and everything goes on. Because you're hungry. Yeah. And it's breakfast. Yeah. You got to go like low and long. That's why. And I would say like put a lid on them. Oh. I like never do that. I thought that would make them mushy. No. Because then you can crisp them up, right? Okay. Kind of pan. What kind of pan are you using, Alicia? I, you could use a nonstick or a cast iron, but what you okay. want to make sure is you're not burning your oil, and that's what's burning oh. your potatoes. And uh, I you're don't think it's you. That. I think that you might be just missing a step with squeezing the water out. I've squeezed. I've squoze. I've squoze. <laughs> They've been squoze. Squoze. <laughs> but I think maybe I'm like burning my oil. I don't use. I don't use nonstick. I wish I could. But I can't because I just get it in my head that I'm getting cancer every time I use it. For sure. Um, but I do have cast iron, and I don't usually like break that out. I usually just have like a, you know, a steel. Uh, oh, banner. an aluminum one. I do have aluminum, and then oh, sometimes I'll just steel. use them, or sometimes I'll just use it. I have um, a little mini, um, like a, a crusade or whatever. Oh yeah, Sorry, I don't like that sound. <laughs> yeah. Those are all f- friends of the burning, for sure. Yes. Um, I. Oh, sorry. I was going to say I have like a ceramic nonstick, but I've also had to like not Google how they're made. (laughs) Yeah, I used to be anti-nonstick. I have quite a collection of uh, iron, cast iron that I don't use. They're so difficult to use. I mean, it's like, yes, I'm not getting cancer, but also I'm not using the pan. There's work. (laughs) Yeah, there's like, you have to season it and... Yeah. It's the seasoning that I keep fucking up so badly. Me too. And then you have like a weird sticky pan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or a rusty like, pan. But don't wash it. Don't like, don't get water in there. And you're like, but how do I clean? What? Um, I, yeah, that was like a long time 
frustration for me. Like I never had a pan that really worked the way I wanted it to. And I would, I would have like nonstick or cast iron. Um, and you know, the nonstick ones lose their nonstickedness also. And I was like tired of spending money on them. So I finally was like, what's the best fucking pan? I'm just going to buy that. And then I will have it for my entire life. And I can never have to buy another one again. And it is like night and day. Which pan is What's it? the pan? We're waiting. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me... Uh, I always forget the name of it. I'll just go grab it. I'm glad I have a pen and paper. Yeah. I'm like so much money on beautiful pans that I don't use. And my stainless steel one was amazing for sauteing. But yeah. anything else, it just like burnt the shit out of everything. Yeah, everything is instantly stuck. Um, it's all clad, which is like oh. all clad. what fucking like Martha Stewart and shit uses. But it's like it's uh, silver on the inside and then the outside is sort of like coppery patina okay. sort of thing. And it's like you can use metal on it. You don't have to worry about scratching That's it. That's great. Yeah. And uh, it's just like the way everything heats completely evenly. And it's mm. like you can really control the temperature. Like it heats quickly and it heats evenly. And it's just Jay and I like our cooking improved so much once we got this this pan we've probably had it for a couple of years now but like if you calculate the amount of money you're going to spend on various different pans over time it's going to be like way way more than just like biting the bullet and buying one fancy pan and also like i, I agree just, i don't have room in my tiny kitchen for like three kind of shitty pans yeah same pascal i hate to say this but um do you like the frozen patty style hash browns I mean, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed because I just need hash browns sometimes. The air fryer just makes them the most delicious thing in the world. I've not gotten an air fryer. I, I mean, I've heard about them a lot, but I've... <laughs> pan lady. Cousin of a log lady. Yeah, I'm just hugging the pan right now. When we were little and we knew we were going to get a spanking, we would put books or pans in our pants. Like our parents would notice. They'd be like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, you're like, what? I don't know. You're like, I've just been working out, Mom. Think <laughs> if you're clever goals. enough to outsmart a spanking, you shouldn't get one. I mean, yeah, obviously, I agree. I'm pretty sure it's illegal now. But, yeah, I agree. Uh, it certainly wasn't when I, I was am a kid. old enough where I've had many spankings. <laughs> hmm. I only had one ever, and when it happened, we were all just like, well, that. No one enjoyed that. Like, why do you <laughs> do that? Let's never do that again. And we were just like, well, we tried it and it was the worst. <laughs> Everybody hated it. Yeah. Like, yeah. just like, it was just my mom and my dad and I, but we were all like, why do people, that's wrong. Wow. And we were just like, wow. And I think whatever I did that was bad was immediately like, well, you just did something worse. So, like, Aww. all is forgiven. <laughs> That's or so even. cute. Yeah. There were four of us and we were all like at times quite bad. So four kids? Yeah. So yeah. you're including your parents in that. I was like, yeah, oh, I mean what those are kids. No. <laughs> no, there were four children and uh, okay. we you know, we got into some trouble. My yeah. friend who had four and then I think five in the end they had one more who was like seven years younger than all of them. Um yeah, they got the spoon a lot. <laughs> yeah. The spoon came out think, a lot. I think once you have, like, more, like, once your kids outnumber you, I think you go into this, like, kind of terror zone of, like, yeah. oh, my God, they're rebelling. I couldn't imagine that. Like, I think about that often is, like, 
when you're outnumbered by like little <laughs> little things whose brains aren't fully formed but you have to make their brains like Ooh. work right and it's like oh it's so much why would you do that it's like you know the odds are against you yeah um, the only thing spoons were uh, used for besides eating or stirring, of course, in my household was music because uh-huh. we played a lot of musical spoons on our knees. <laughs> Very cute. Pants. Very French Canadian. <laughs> um, yeah, I get another pan and just do big spoons on my knee. Very cute. Shatter Jessica, my kneecap. Do you, oh, so sorry. Don't shatter the, your kneecap. Do you have a potato business what item to table? I want to shatter my kneecap. See, it's like, I think, something you never recover from. No, but I know. I mean, it's your body, your choice. That's true. But I <laughs> shouldn't even say about, about that. It's about kneecaps. Um, I mean, I made potato leek soup this past <gasps> week. <gasps> so, yeah, Jay was... Uh, Jay caught the, the cold that I had the week before. And so I was like, okay... I'm going to fill you with soup. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm feeling good enough to make soup from scratch. Let's do this. Um, and it, I mean, it's really fucking good. I don't know. I, so good. I can't, like, my body can't handle a French onion soup anymore, which is very sad because it was like one of my favorite treats that like Jay would make and he was really good at it. It was so delicious. But then my body is like unhappy for days afterwards. Um, but I think I've gotten to the point of potato leek soup where like it's sort of filling that void mm-hmm. and I also put a bunch of like cheese on the top so it melts Ooh. too so I'm like eh. um, yeah potato leek soup if you want a recipe for it I've got a good one yeah that's awesome I love it with a lot of dill ooh I, I just use thyme but dill would be good too dill yeah. is one of my favorite herbs like me I, too and it lasts so long in the fridge and it's great on eggs, and it's great on cheese and toast, and or just yeah. Like I feel throw, like I say, and I like dry dill too. It really goes a long way. And throw some yeah. in some plain yogurt, baby. You're halfway you to tzatziki. Dip. Yeah, that's right. Delicious. You're halfway there. You're yeah. living on a potato. A potato prayer. <laughs> potato prayer. Uh, now, of course, it's time for us to bow our heads and state the potato <laughs> prayer. Uh, dear Earth Apple. <laughs> Uh, We thank thee for thy bounty, so brown and round. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Beautiful, Jessica. Amen. Yes. (laughs) And also with you. This is coming from a person who has never sincerely prayed ever before in my life, but I'm like, I think this is how it is supposed to go. I think you got it. I've heard it in movies enough. Um, that's why I go see so many yes, movies. Yes, my religious films. <laughs> yeah, you know, Dune. There's kind of like, there's some there's churchy. There's a churchy vibe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, praise the spice and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Dune. Movie church. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's what the theater is. Oh my gosh, that's... Seeing two movies, like they were at different theaters... Uh, but seeing two movies on the same day, Jay was excited because he was like, oh, we're going to see so many previews. And I was like, no, no, we're going to see the same previews twice. <laughs> like That's <laughs> how it goes. And it was true, although they, they think it's like a different demographic for Dune and French Dispatch. So you got a lot more like whimsical black and white things for the Wes Anderson one. And then it was all like superhero shit for Dune. But it's all it's all the same sort of like PSA stuff being like, we come here to laugh, to cry, to share. Like, and it's like, we're already in the movie theater. You don't have to tell us why we got to the movie theater. Like, I'm going to keep my mask on. It's cool. Like, 
but I guess mm, they have to do that for a reason. Anyway, what were the other segments we were going to do? I have a potato business. Oh, you have a potato Let's business. I'm so yeah. sorry. No, don't be sorry. Um, I was enthralled with this the two discussions that you both shared and this made me so hungry because oh, all I had for dinner was broccoli and miso gravy and then like a third of a pint of coconut ice cream which I shared with Hank because oh. good boy but I am not eating nightshades I know that both of you can relate to this sort of conversation and potatoes are like cut me do I not bleed mashed potatoes um but today I was with former guest Papo Graham Clark and he was driving, he, tr- he took me to the vet and took me to the pet food store because he has a car and just uh, as I was getting back from one of the errands I noticed a bag of Ruffles chips on the seat and I had not had lunch and it's just this kind of willpower thing where I'm like I don't really know that that's the thing that's upsetting my system and there's just this bag of chips right here and so what I say, which is a totally normal Alicia Tobin to say, is like, there's chips in the backseat. They're kind of like just overwhelmed with excitement. He's like, oh my gosh, you should take them home. And I was like, oh, you know, I can't do that. Like just like the <laughs> oldest person in the world. Like, no, that would be crazy. Um, so just like, like my forgot how much I love potatoes for a couple of weeks. And then just seeing, seeing that bag of like half eaten Ruffles chips with a chip clip just thrown in the backseat of a car. Like they don't matter. Was it not the best thing? But were they grains? They weren't even belted in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no car seat for the precious potato. Um, Was it like a car share car? No, it's uh, his his. car. Oh, it was his. Okay, I was like, like, I wasn't sure. His his girlfriend's, whose name we don't say on the podcast. Uh, Why? (laughs) I know, it's Sally's. Because like people that listen to Spy are weird and Graham's like private and... Mm. Uh, but I just had that moment where I was like, I could just end it all. I could just end this, this, these shenanigans and have what I want, <laughs> which is those chips. Yeah. Chips. And, and then later on, I was like, corn is okay. Corn's okay. Why don't you get some corn chips? You should get some corn chips. I mean, if corn's okay, maybe potatoes are okay. Like it's just I'm spi- <laughs> spiraling for potatoes and air fryer hash browns. I just remember for them. that there's a bag of corn chips in one of these tubs of groceries that I'm <laughs> looking at in a so tower great. by my door um, well, let's do one more segment and then uh, do Papa of the week yeah I just want to do like a quick um, shout out to uh, I just want to praise the corn lord like just so I'm yeah, covering all my just in case, yeah. like Pleppo big potato and corn lord the big yeah you're safe tr- you can sleep tonight trinity <laughs> um, speaking of trinity did you see that uh, the, the trailer for the matrix it's no. like the only thing I'm holding on to right oh, now. Yeah. So we get a <laughs> My little... only island to swim to is like <laughs> Keanu. <laughs> Matrix. Yeah. It looks like fanfic to me, but also like I'm a fan and Great. I love fic. So <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, Alicia. I <laughs> totally needed to talk That's about the That's good because I had no second. idea, which reminded me I still have one or two John Wick movies to watch, Ooh. which maybe I'll do this weekend because this is have my only, day. like, yeah. Um, yeah, do you want to do Acceptable Sauce uh, fan- or Fanciest Animal? Let's do Fanciest Animal. Okay. I have a Fanciest Animal, so this is great. <gasps> Perfect. Animals. Uh, fanciest Animals. Mm-hmm. Ooh la la. What is the fanciest animal? 
Pascal. Yes. Do you have a fanciest animal? I do. Oh. I do. I have a fanciest animal, and I'm not sure. I should have done my homework and looked at how it's pronounced because I feel like I'm going to butcher it and I'll oh, embarrass myself okay. in front of this super fancy animal, <laughs> which is a clip springer. What's Ooh. that? Okay, so a clip springer is like a tiny antelope of kinds. <gasps> <I'm, laughs> yes, yeah. I can tell you both found it. Um, they can jump like 25 feet in the air and they're like no less than like two feet tall. They're and so they have little, little, their little hooves are like um, tubes of lipstick. They're like oh. these little, or like fingers that they balance on. And they like to eat fruits and flowers, which to That's me you. is like magical. Like these little <laughs> like fruit flower eating like fairy tale creatures. That is magical. They remind me a little bit of Dick Dicks. Do you know yes. Dick Dicks? But I think so too. Even smaller, though, it seems. They yeah. have a bit more of a goat body. Mm-hmm. They do have a slightly weird thing, which is like almost like this, like kind of like nature throws like an optical illusion of like a little like double eye, which is yeah. like kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, but it's good to have a little creep with your cute. So, yeah, they mm. both clip springers and Dick Dicks have that. Like if you Ooh. look at it head on, they've got like the double eye looks like four eyes they've got a yeah like a weird instagram filter on (laughs) they're beautiful i've never seen one before in my entire life thank you there's this big climate change summit happening right now with all of the whatever nations that aren't mad at uh china or whatever and it's just such a painful and ridiculous thing to sit through yet another discussion about how do we save the earth when it's like very very clear and I feel like maybe we should just be flooding everyone's timelines with these beautiful and irreplaceable creatures. I mean, including yeah. ourselves, like obviously like the human race in many aspects, it's extremely beautiful. But can you imagine a world now that we know that this animal exists? Can you imagine a world without one? No, it's yeah. so special. I don't want to be a part of that world. No, it's amazing. My fanciest animal is a little bit more pedestrian. It's any animal that's had babies in us nursing and has big <laughs> mama boobs. Big honkers? Like, yeah, I posted this. I shared a story on Instagram today. I'm, as the listener knows, as both of you probably know, I'm not allowed to follow the dodo on Instagram or social media because it upsets me too much. Same. Also, the videos are too long. And, just and they're like, so curated and edited for like me to be like barf crying. Yeah, they want you to cry. Yeah, and it works every time. It's, yeah. Every time. But there was a video of a dog that was rescued. And, like, the person that did it is just, like, this fucking hero. She was just a a regular person with no room in her house. And this dog was up for, it was at a kill shelter. She was at a kill shelter. And she's like, nope, I'm not letting it happen. So she fostered the dog and then found someone who could actually look after the dog temporarily. And the dog had 15 puppies. (laughs) Something for 10 puppies and like they're yeah, I all it was 11. Yeah. Yeah. This is, and they're all so cute. And the first one looked exactly like the mom's, which was like my brain just like bright, mm. broke in half like a Cadbury cream egg. And then all the yolk came out. <laughs> um, like it's just so incredible. And, if, you know, to see like this dog just like wagging her tail and nursing all these puppies and all the puppies are so cute and it's crazy. And this is a shout out to, to bodies that nurse. It's a lot of work. Your boobs look real funny and great and I love it <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I love that yeah like it's I think you see like a gorilla nursing it's like a kid's just like yeah so sweet 
So sweet. Anyways, I've really taken us down a creepy turn. Uh, no. Jessica, who's, who's your fanciest animal? Um, my friend right now is in uh, Greece uh, okay. with her daughter. And uh, she's been posting some very cute videos. And one of them was just this huge pelican sitting on um, just like the sort of the stoop of a shop. And it was ruffling its giant feathers mm-hmm. and shaking its giant beak. And this pelican is huge. Like it's probably the size of my friend's toddler. And it was funny because you can see into the shop that it was in front of. And you could see the people working there. And you could tell that like this shit happens all the time. And it's just like, this is nothing new or, you know, magical or exciting. It's just like, oh, yeah, this is whatever. The mm-hmm. tourists will do this. Um, but it's like, it's little hair feathers. It's little head feathers oh are gosh. so cute. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> Special. Oh my gosh. Um, and then when it ruffles its uh, feathers, its wings, it sort of has like dark feathers on the tips. Oh, that <laughs> went the wrong way to some cats. But yeah, it's just like. And it looks just like a cartoon. You're like, you're, you're not, how are you real? Like, it just looks like something from, yeah. I like once it. encountered a pelican. I was at, I was visiting California and I was just on this like um, pier with my mom and I was kind of, I had my elbows on the edge of it and she was like, turn around, I'm going to take your picture. And I turned around and I heard this flapping and suddenly this pelican landed like maybe about a foot away Wow! and I was like dinosaurs are real it just I felt like frozen like I'd gotten yeah. struck by lightning because it was huge and it smelled like fish and I was just yeah. and it would like move like the, that weird kind of disjointed like shoulder from oh it was awesome it was very yeah magical they feel like they are from another time or they shouldn't yeah. be or planet <laughs> or, yeah they're cool very cool same thing for me. The first time I saw was was in San Francisco on some pier somewhere. And they're so big and jowly and seeing them eat is wild. Yeah. Like it's like when you're like boyfriend's weird granddad is trying to eat all the chicken bones and snap them. You're like, you shouldn't <laughs> eat like that. But it's just like watching watching a man eat. <laughs> it's a lot like that. That pelican reminds me a little bit of current day Michael Douglas. <laughs> I always I always think he looks sort of like a frog man because he sort of has like jowls and he's got sort of like his eyes look kind of watery sort of like deep set uh, but some sort of like aquatic fellow but yeah he's definitely an animal <laughs> my fanciest animal is current, <laughs> current day Michael Douglas <laughs> perfect should we Puppo of the week yeah all right Pascal, who's your puppo of the week? Okay. So my puppo is, um, I try to take a lot of walks. And on these walks, I always try to notice things in my surroundings and, and little, you know. And this neighborhood that I moved to is much more animal friendly than my last neighborhood. So my neighbors have chickens. Oh. And I always, when I like, I can actually see them from my balcony, but I have to kind of peer over weird, which I think people think I'm probably being nosy in a different kind of way. But I'm like, I just want to see the chickens. Like, <laughs> I just, um, so I try to like go when I walk around and like go by. And they, we had a chicken when I was like really little. And nice. so I love the sound. Like, they make such a 
comforting sound. <laughs> um, it's not like a rooster, but it's just this kind of like, you know. Um, and so those are my puppos or the chickens. That live in my neighborhood. It is yeah. a good sound. It's sort of like a under under its breath almost, just like a low, sort of quiet, just constant little like... <laughs> a, little, a little commentary yeah just like muttering being like well <laughs> a little gossipy I love, yeah i love chickens i always uh wanted to have a chicken because i was really into like the oz books uh mm-hmm. and in in some of the later ones dorothy has a little chicken but uh belina yeah belina is that her name that was her name yeah, and then when they, when they go to Oz, she can talk. And she's like, you can talk? And she's like, well, of course I can. <laughs> Love it. It's great. I think I wanted a talking chicken. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I order. Live in uh, the magical world of Oz. Uh, what about you, Alicia? Who's your puppo? My puppo is Hank Tobin. Today he, well, my friend Mika stayed from Friday until Monday morning, and the entire time he was at her side. Oh. Hank's, Hank has slept in the same bed as me since he was a couple months old, and I take the living room when I have guests, so I can kind of putter around early in the morning. And uh, Hank did not even check on me once. He slept beside her the entire time. And she has like she was just, every time I looked, Mika was just like massaging Hank, and oh. Hank was like looking at me like, why isn't this my life every day? Um, which was so sweet. And, you know, like the longer I have Hank, the more that I love him and understand him. And he's just such a funny guy. And we had a different vet today and the vet calls, like you wait in the car, we wait in the parking lot and vet calls you and tells you like what they think's going on and gives you some options. And he wanted to give Hank x-rays. And I was like, not yet. Cause those are the most expensive. <laughs> like as soon as they say x-rays, I'm like, let's wait, let's see if the, an- the anti-inflammatories work. Um, but he's like, yeah, he like really jumps around a lot, which would never be feedback his regular vet would give because they already know. <laughs> he's like, yeah, like by the time he stopped moving, I was able to examine him and I was like, yeah, that's Hank. He, when he's scared, he acts very hyper and very like funny. Uh, anyways, he's just the best. And I bought him this beautiful bed. And uh, he's scared of it. So I'm that. I'll send both of you a picture of him awkwardly sitting in it before the podcast. But then he got startled and immediately left it. Yeah, I just love him. He's so great. I'm so I'm just so lucky to have a, a pet. And he's such a weirdo. And I love him. How about you, Jessica? Uh, I got to meet a former pup of the week, I think, probably. Uh, Kevin Lee's cat. Uh, no way. Yeah, Chips. Um, he's away for a few days. And so Jay and I are looking after his cats who are sisters called fish and chips. Mm. Um, fish has long, longer fur and chips is a shorter, shorter hair. And she's the more friendly one. Fish is sort of like the shyer one. And so he's like, oh, you probably won't see her the whole time. Like she'll just hide. And I was like, challenge accepted. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be friends with that cat. Um, and because he got them during the pandemic, like they haven't really met a lot of other people. He's like, yeah, I think they've maybe met like two or three other people. And so I was like, whoa, we're like drastically expanding their worldview because <laughs> they're fully indoor cats. So, yeah, I just went over to get the keys and meet the cats last night. And it was so exciting. Right. That was the photo that I accidentally when I was <laughs> swiping through. So cute. The pelican pictures. Oh, uh, they're so yeah. sweet. That's chips and that's fish. So this is clearly a much better cat. (laughs) Alicia has her opinions. I'm Um, just kidding too. I just think it's really funny to 
to have a to, favorite to be a dick. <laughs> um, but they're sort of like gray, gray with like a white accent, like on the chest and paws. And it's like on on chips, it sort of looks like you know those little. I don't even know what they're called, but I'm gonna uh, say that they're like socklets or something yeah. like those little. Yeah. Yeah, those things that you like would put on your foot if you like forgot to wear socks and you were trying on shoes and it like just covers like the tips of your toes. Yeah, sort of. just super sexy little yeah. like yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I wear every day. Um they're like condoms for your toes basically. Cute. But that's sort of like the extent of the the white on her front paws and it's so cute. So yeah, she's my papa. I'm going to go over there uh, after this is done. That's where Jay is right now. And I'm going to feed him dinner and see if I like, I'm pretty sure probably by the time Jay's been over there for like an hour, he's probably already best friends with fish by now because that's like how he he is. Like he's an animal whisperer. So hopefully some of that will rub off on me. Yeah, they'll probably accept accept you even quicker because of it. I'll rub some of like Jay's old laundry all over me to be like, see, I'm him also. You wear stilts when you go over. Oh, I should. Yeah, that's give great. Me, give me one sec. I'm going to craft up some stilts, <laughs> some scrap wood. That's my puppo. And that brings us to the end of the podcast. We did it. We fucking did it. Yeah. Well, Pascal, it's been a, a glory. Is that a thing that people say? <laughs> I love it. I guess. Yeah. It's a glory hole. It's been a real glory hole. Um, please come back anytime. Oh, if people want to follow you on Twitter, is your, do you want They're them to? They're allowed to. They're yeah. allowed to. I'll allow How it. How can they find you? <laughs> yeah. So you can find me at, at um, the most common misspelling of my name, which is P A S X A L L E. Oh. <laughs> That's how I sign. All my emails. <laughs> so that's your most common misspelling. Yes. I nice. should just change my name at this point. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I have to uh, spell my name, like my last name in my head every time I type it. Yeah. 35 years of having this name. I'm still like. I don't know. <laughs> D-E-L-I-S-L-E. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the L's that are tricky. Hard. Yeah. It's sneaky. Where, like, where, where are those L's? The silent S? Come on. Where'd they go? Come on, yeah. French, French, the language. Um, Alicia, do you have anything to plug? Uh, There's a Come Draw With Me on December 4th at Little Mountain Gallery. It's the last uh, show for Come Draw With Me until we can find a new place, which seems unlikely. Um, so if you want, there's only 40 tickets. We reduced it from 60 to 40 uh, for these shows, these pandemic shows. It's BYOB um, and tickets are available online. So please come uh, and celebrate the closing of such a special space with us. Uh, you can buy my book. It's a two-year anniversary of it being published uh, and being wildly unsuccessful. Um, help, help a girl out. Um, you can buy it through my publisher at Arsenal Press, uh, or you can buy it on Amazon still, I think. How about you, Jessica? Uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, you are allowed to. <laughs> it is not mandatory, but there's all sorts of fun bonus things up there. Uh, Patreon.com slash Retail Nightmares. If you want to buy a tote bag, uh, we have a handful of them left of our most recent printing, which is the Red Ink Dracula design by Chris Von Sympathy, which is really great. They've been quite popular. Uh, and that you can find on our merch website, which is retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. 
And besides that, um, yeah, you just uh, uh, have a good time. That's what I'm plugging, everybody. Mm-hmm. Just have, like, consider the potato. Yes. That's right. Live like a potato. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Inspiration. Mm. Yeah. I'm so yeah. hungry. Um, I, I am the opposite, which just means I have to pee really bad. Okay, sure. Oh, yeah, let's wrap it up. That is the opposite of hunger. Well... <laughs> Pascal, thank you so much for joining us and please come back as soon as you can. Jessica, thank you for being you. You're so wonderful. And to our listeners, we love you. Be safe. Uh, find the joy. I don't, I don't know. Okay, bye. <laughs> find it. It's lost. Yeah, you have to find, find joy. it. I know, mine's gone. <laughs> I'm going to look for it in the toilet. <laughs> oh, toilet time. How